Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with LaVon Kirkland, big number 99, and uh, what a joy it was to watch him play all those years in Pittsburgh and then, uh, you know, year in, uh, in Seattle and then a uh, year with the Eagles, if I remember correctly. Uh, his latest is he's the host of Believe in Clemson Football, and I, I got to believe that a kid uh, born in, in South Carolina uh, is just perfect for that for that spot. He does a terrific job. If you haven't heard him, he's just, he's just absolutely great. He's a Clemson football hall of famer and like i said what a what a pleasure he was to have and an honor to have him levon kirkland how are you i'm doing well how are you doing today i'm doing well and uh you know i've got to i've got to believe you're very happy in, in the position of that podcast uh did you grow up a clemson fan you know i actually did not grow up a clemson fan i I like both teams, yeah. uh, the University of South Carolina Gamecocks and Clemson Tigers growing up. So I would watch both teams. So I wasn't really a fan of either team. Um, I like both because I was from South Carolina. But as the recruiting process started up, Clemson did a great job of recruiting me. Miles Aldridge, who I always mentioned, really shot it straight. You know, it was all about relationships. And when I went down to visit, I pretty much knew in my heart that I wanted to go to Clemson University. And I just remember, it's funny that some of my teachers would tell my dad, who was a custodian at high school, that, you know, I shouldn't go to Clemson, that Clemson's too hard. And I remember my dad's like, well, if they want him, he must be good enough to go. So uh, <laughs> going down there was not not being heavily recruited and actually doing some of the things that I did there was a, I mean, it was a plus, man. It really was. And I enjoy talking about Clemson football. It's been a wonderful opportunity for me. Look, it's always been a great program, but nothing like it is now. I mean, this is this is the elite of all, all elites. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Clemson has uh, has made that turn, and they're just at that echelon, you know, up there with Alabama and uh, and a handful of others. But what, what was the big turning point for, for Clemson uh, football? What was, you know, and again, I'm not minimizing uh, how it was in the past. It's always been a great program. But what uh, what was the big change? How did it get to this top? Oh yeah, I, I think simply this. You think you think about any organization and why is the organization great? And you got to look at the top. You got to look at the guys who are you know running it, who are the decision makers. And you know, if you look at Dabo Sweeney and the vision that he came in with, I mean, you could, you would be surprised. I remember doing a doing a interview with uh, Dabble at the time, and he really showed me his big notebook of what he saw Clemson football being. And it was amazing to see. And I was just like, wow, I hope this guy gets the job. And everybody's like, no, don't give him the job. And so I, I think with him being the head coach, that's one part of it. And I think President Clemens also um, understanding what Clemson football brings to that community and Rabakolis, the AD. So those guys, those three guys being at top has really made Clemson flow. They're on the same page. 
it seems like everybody at the university is on the same page when it comes to Clemson football now. So I would think that that's really the reason why it has blossomed the way it has. You know, I'm I'm thrilled to talk to you. I, I always thought of you as a thinking man's player, and, I you know, I could see you just, uh, you know, out there. You're like having a coach, another coach on the field for the Steelers, and, and I, I always saw you as that. And I, I imagine you could see that in young players. Does does Coach Sweeney it, – it, it's almost a rhetorical question, but does Coach Sweeney really try to get those kind of guys that can kind of be – uh, leaders on the uh, on the field because uh, Clemson seems to be loaded with that lately. Yeah, I mean, if you can look at the quarterback positions, um, you know, even when you go back to Ty's boy, Derek, Watt, I mean, um, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, those guys have been tremendous as far as guys on the field, especially at the quarterback position, that has been guys who can think the game, who can see the game in the bigger picture deliver the ball, be able to make plays. So even on that side of it, and then if you flip over the defensive side, and you see the linebackers that have been there, you know, uh, Bowler gets a lot of credit. I think that uh, B.J. Watson was – B.J. Goodson was a really good player for them as well. Uh, Skowski, guys like that who have been thinking men on the football field has really made it easy. When you've got a guy like that, uh, it makes it easy for a coach. Because you know you can stand on that guy making the adjustments that they have to make. Do you notice a, a difference in in the player now than when you were playing? Because it would really, you know, I, you look like you could still, you know, strap it on and, and play, right? But uh, are you uh, are, are you aware of a, a big difference between the player now, either mentally, emotionally? Uh, physically, obviously, they're getting bigger and bigger every year. People, you know, people are just getting athletes are getting bigger, stronger, faster. But are you are, are you noticing a a mental or emotional change in the player? Yeah, there's. I I think there's a difference as far as players are concerned. I, I think now you you have better athletes. You have guys who are bigger and stronger for the most part of it because I believe that the training. And everything along with that has gotten a lot better. You know, the science behind training, you're not just lifting weights just to lift weights. You're not lifting weights like everybody else is lifting weights. You're doing more functional movement that actually help the athlete on the field. But what I do believe is that now, um, also now, I think players are, you know, they're more well-informed. And they got so much information out there at their fingertips that they can get and they can research. I think back then we were, I think mentally and physically, I feel like we were tougher because I feel like the game was tougher. The game was more inside the box. The game was more one-on-one battles with the guy opposing you. So there was a certain mental aspect of it that you had to be a tough guy, that you had to be a guy that can go after it. And then also now, I think with the the way that the game is designed, it's really favoring the offense. So now the defender, uh, the thing that you had going for you is being aggressive and being able to set the tone. You really can't do it as much now. If you notice the game, the middle of the field now is really more so for the offense than the defense. Back in the day, you come across that middle, and you may get clocked. You may get hurt. You never saw run, you never saw quarterbacks as courageous as they are 
because now a quarterback knows he can run and he can slide down and get down. Back in the day, you know, you run across that middle as a quarterback, you, that's danger. So I, I think those are some of the similar – those are some of the things that are different about the game. I think we were more physical, um, tenacious, and I think now the guys are just amazing athletes, amazing athletes with amazing ability. You know, I, I love the spot you're in with uh, Believe uh, in Clemson football. I, they are fanatical. Uh, the fans, uh, they live up to the name uh, fans, uh, but they're smart, too. Uh, the Clemson fans I know, uh, they, they're they sticklers, and they they get it. You know, they, uh, they expect, I think, a lot out of their players. I imagine they expect a lot out of you. So here you are. You're a Clemson guy. You're in their Hall of Fame, and they know you're a thinking man, and they, uh, I can, you know, it's, again, I'm just thrilled to be talking to you here. But uh, it's, it's a challenge to... Uh, to do, I I assume it's a challenge to do Clemson football in a podcast. The, yes, the, everybody's pumped up on it, but boy, you make a mistake, <laughs> or you uh, or you slip up, and uh, they're they're probably going to let you hear it. Uh, it. Am I reading this right, or is it uh, it, you know is is it a, a big challenge? It, it is a challenge. It really is. But I always feel like if you're authentic in what you're saying and you're being truthful, the results are the results. And whether people get upset with you or not, at least you're being authentic. At least you're being truthful to who you are. And I think people actually appreciate that a lot more than being just a fanboy or being a guy that's raw, raw Clemson the whole time when in actuality people can see and they can see the truth. So <laughs> if you go up there and you're talking some nonsense and you're trying to spin it, where it's better than it really is. I mean, people see that, and they're just like, that's BS. So I don't think it is as hard when you're just being truthful and you're letting people understand what's going on. LaVon, do you see a player playing in the NFL now that reminds you of you, uh, a a younger version of LaVon Kirkland? Yes, K.J. Wright for the the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can see that. Uh, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a guy that can do all facets of the game as far as run stopping and also covering as well. So that's the only guy that I really could, you know, really would say like he's like me. Um, I <laughs> when I play, I was just, um, you know, an outlier in a lot of ways because I was a bigger guy than most guys. But I did everything really well. And that's the reason. I mean, you think about it. Why would they play a linebacker who's 270, 280? Yeah. Like, why would they play him unless he can get the job done? If I if I remember correctly, KJ's kind of a thinker too, right? I mean, he kind of studies the game. Yeah, and... I, yeah he's, a, he's a thinking man's guy. But, you, you know, a, a lot of times too, I was a guy, and this was my approach, you know, throughout the week. You know, you pay attention. You understand all their tendencies and everything. But on Sundays, I would just play what was going on because I I realized that the offense could do something different. So I didn't. I was I was able not to get stuck on everything we learned and all their tendencies. I kind of played what was happening right now. And sometimes you do get a jump on what teams are trying to do. You understand what they're trying to do, but you have to be able to play what's going on 
at the present moment. LaVon, congratulations. Uh, not only a great career, uh, but uh, what you're doing now, what you do off the field as well. You do uh, just so much for the community. LaVon Kirkland, thanks for being here. Do you have a website or a social media site you can give uh, where we can kind of follow along with what you're doing off the field? Oh, yeah. On Twitter is LaVon underscore Kirkland 44. And I'm just basically on, you know, as far as Facebook is concerned on that, on uh, I mean, just like anything, Instagram, you just type up my name, you'll see me. <laughs> LaVon, congrats once again, and thank you very much for being here. All right, thank you so much. Host of Believe in Clemson Football, and, you know, look, they're they're rabid fans. You got a lot of rabid fans here around uh, baseball and, uh, you know, everything, New York sports, and, boy, they're very hard on they're very hard on the uh, the commentators that uh, that cover those uh, those teams. The Met fans are, are brutal on not necessarily the announcers, but the uh, the analysts and the people that are analyzing the Mets. Uh, you know, on FAN and uh, and you know, same with the Yankees. I mean, they they get brutalized brutalized they got to be on their game levon kirkland's a smart guy i mean you can tell here just in this short period of time that i had him levon kirkland is a, a very bright man and uh, you know i imagine the uh, the steelers loved having him on, on the inside of, of their linebacking crew for uh, for all those years i think he played for 11 years and he's a big guy <coughs> and he, uh, you know, big run stopper, and, you know, he, listen, he can get after you too. But, you know, watching him, uh, a lot of Steelers. Pittsburgh has a great franchise, and it's lasted this long, and people can point to the quarterbacks, you know, and, uh, you know, Ben Ro- uh, having the Roethlisberger having the big, uh, big long career here, uh, outlasting uh, Eli and, and Phillip Rivers, and, um you know, they all got drafted together, and the the three of them um, coming out, you know, who would think that Ben uh, would last? A big guy, though. Ben uh, Roethlisberger is a, a big uh, big guy. You know, figured he'd be a little sturdier. But the the franchise uh, itself, the, the Steeler franchise is, uh, is excellent. And, you know, that Rooney family has been – you know, has has been nothing short of spectacular in in running it. Uh, they had a couple of uh, down years. You know, Mark Malone was their quarterback, and and uh, you know the fans went crazy and they tortured poor Mark Malone. But uh, you know, after that, they had a little run with you know Bubby Brister and 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 some other folks. But they, for the most part, they've had they've had good quarterbacks and. That's a, a big, a big key. Neil O'Donnell uh, did a great job for them. I know the, the uh, Jet fans didn't like him. He got a big contract, and uh, it's again playing in New York is is different, and you don't get any chance whatsoever. So, but I got to believe that Levon Kirkland is the type of guy that well, the fans love him, obviously, but the the franchise of uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise loves Levon Kirkland. And I think it's just a small guy in his air. Look, Clemson, uh, you know, brought him back, um, you know, to, to be inside, uh, you know, an insider, so to speak. I mean, if you want to call it that, he's the host of Believe in uh, in Clemson football. And I don't know how what the process is over at uh, Believe. I know they've got some great shows, and they do a good job of promoting. They spend, you know, they spend money on it. But 
a guy like uh, Levon Kirkland coming back home. He was a South Carolina guy, and he grew up uh, born and raised in South Carolina, and and he got drafted by Clemson. I, and again, good franchise back then, but nothing like what it is now. He now uh, Dabo Sweeney, uh, the coach over there, has uh, you know made them champions, and they're constantly in the championship uh, picture, and they are um, they're everything that you would you would want them to be if you were a fan of that uh, of that you know I'm saying franchise the university uh, that program is uh, is is just tremendous and it's up there you know I mean Alabama's in a in a different league and uh, you know nothing compares to that but um, you know Clemson you know look what they're doing lately they just have to do it uh, for a longer period of time at this level to to be you know in there with Saban and and um, and, and Alabama but when you come down to it when you come down to it uh, the the smart franchises and the smart uh, programs universities uh, they they stick close to their their people that uh, that they know and and people that are uh, that are brainy and Levon Kirkland has always been you know, he's always been brainy on on the field and you know he, he can just here in this short period of time he you know he can handle himself uh, with uh, with the microphone is uh, as well um, again uh, I think eleven years in the NFL mostly um, uh, for, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers but uh, played a year with the uh, Seahawks and then the uh, then the Eagles. And uh, you know, and by the way, I think he played all 16 games um, when uh, when he played those last two years. So yeah, he was at the downside of his career, but I think he played all 16 for uh, the Eagles and, and the Seahawks, which uh, you know, which is uh, which is pretty impressive when you uh, when you talk about a a guy at the very end of it all. Big 99, Levon Kirkland has been our very special guest, and again. Uh, following the team that uh, that he played for, but not he, you know, he was honest. He wasn't a fan of of Clemson. Uh, he said the uh, he, he followed both and he cheered for both uh, the Gamecocks. Uh, that's uh, South Carolina uh, Gamecocks. So you know the the state is split when it comes to uh, you know rooting interest in in college football. But it's a big big deal down there, and you know as it is in in all the southern states and. Uh, you know when you you know when you come down to uh, uh, to you know, South Carolina, uh, you'll see uh, Gamecock uh, paraphernalia and you'll see uh, uh, Clemson Tiger paraphernalia. But I don't forget it. It's I don't think it's a contest at this point. I mean uh, Clemson is uh, is dominant and the uh, the program uh, winning will do that. A national championship will do that for you. And when you um, when you get into um, uh, in, into a situation, and and you're you're the South Carolina Gamecocks, and you have to compete with, with uh, uh, you know a team that is the elite, uh, the elite two or three teams in the uh, in the country. Forget it. You know, you're gonna you're gonna uh, you're gonna have a hard time uh, having any kind of competition uh, with them. And I guess it's merchandise. It's uh, it's it's. Um, uh, recruitment, forget it. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're a kid from South Carolina or from the South, and you have a chance to to play in South Carolina, um, where are you gonna go? And uh, you know, I guess some people would argue, well, you know, if you it, you'll have a better chance to play 
at South Carolina than you do in Clemson. But for the most part, you go to the big, you go to the big um, game in town, and and that's Clemson football. So Levon Kirkland is the host of Believe in Clemson football, and, and he does a great job each and every week. Clemson uh, Tiger Hall of Famer, and you know SEC Hall of Famer, and and uh, Southern football. He's got all these you know, Hall of Fame. Um, credentials uh and uh, you know again um you know sure Dabo Sweeney and him have have some heady conversations about uh about what goes on uh before and after games so check out his podcast if you're a college football fan check check him out Levon Kirkland longtime Steeler inside linebacker uh, is the host of Believe in Clemson Football Frank McKay signing off we'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down